0: Well, um, I believe my dad would classify this in his own words as a bummer. Um, it it drove me crazy. He always, always, always used that word for everything. Um, that's a bummer. That's a bummer. That's a bummer. And I would always get mad like, why aren't you freaking out? The world is ending. And um, uh, when he got sick it was, was when that word got put into perspective because... Um, He called that a bummer too. And uh, it really speaks to his soul. ALS is a horrible, horrible disease. But I'll tell you what, if a soul could beat a disease, his would have beat it. ALS didn't make it an inch within the walls of that man's soul. Not an inch. My dad loved Star Trek because Star Trek... It was one of the few shows that sees the future of humanity positively and views human nature as exploratory, gracious, and kind. And he really hated the new show. Um, <laughs> my dad read to me every night, he taught me to ride a bike, he taught me to respect women. Taught me to stand up for myself. And uh, he's going to continue to teach me. Uh, The one thing that I would say to all of you is that if you got any part of him, any bit of him, hold on to it. Because that's magic in its truest and purest form. And it's going to be a thing that's going to help you. Because it sure has helped me. Um, uh, my, my, dad, my dad never looked at his disease like I don't, I'm sure I would have. He saw it as a puzzle to be solved up until the very end. He'd be doing things one-armed with a quizzical nature, whereas anyone I know would have seen it as a defeated situation. I love my father, and uh, he was a great man, and he's my hero, and I'm really blessed, really, really blessed to be able to say that without equivocation. He was a man without measure. he left the world a better place. Thank you, guys.
1: From Howard Thurman. The fear of death is often one of the final conquests of the courageous spirit. The glorious thing about one's encounter with death is the fact that what one discovers about the meaning of life as they live need not undergo any change as they meet death. It is a final tribute to the character of an individual's living if they can die unshriven, but full-blown as they have lived. Such a person goes down to their grave with a shout. Blair went to his grave with a shout. Another way we could put it is Blair went to his grave with an article. Now that may sound crass. If you don't know what I mean, bear with me a moment. Many of you know that for a long time, many years, Blair was a writer for the Fairview Town Crier, a column just about life, how we live life, how we approach life. And the last day of his life, he finished the last article that happens to be being released today in the December issue. He left us with an article. We don't stop participating in life simply because it begins to contract. We don't stop being co-creators with the Creator, even at our grave, because today we hear His voice again. He not only went to His grave with a shout, but the echoes of His voice are still ringing through our own bodies, our own hearts, our own souls our own dna he gave us an entrance into his approach to death he didn't hide he didn't hide his physical disabilities but for those who wished to journey with him either those who knew him and were able to spend time with him or those who knew him through the town crier he simply opened the door for us to walk with him his last two articles the november one and the one coming out today were on peace And engagement. Writing about peace when your arms are no longer able to type on the computer. Writing about engagement when your body is causing you physically not to be able to access things. I love that. Talk about unshriven. About peace, Blair says, Today, because of the rapid physical changes, I am coming to look at peace as a process. I must first become aware and recognize what is going on, accept it, and engage with the people and circumstances I find myself surrounded by. Acceptance is pretty useless unless you engage with any new awareness you may acquire. Peace is not the absence of conflict. It is about the acceptance of conflict. In the article that comes out today, Blair said because of talking about peace and that an element of peace is engagement, he wanted to talk a little more in December about engagement. And he says this. The physical limitations have potential for making my life much smaller, I've chosen to find new ways to engage with my journey rather than focus on the losses. Writing these articles with other people involved in the process is one of the ways I have chosen to engage. Engaging in new and different ways requires practice. It took me a long time to get to the place where I accepted the need for help. I am no longer alone in my efforts, but learning to work with a team if you prefer to expand your world then you need to access then you need access to what i call your humanity that part of you capable of embracing life outside your normal routines you're born with it you never lost it you may find you haven't been using it lately engagement requires some form of emotional commitment calling us to life even as his world is getting more and more confined. Talk about unshriven. And Blair would be honest with you to tell you that he had his moments, he had his days. Stopping riding his motorcycle was not one of those decisions he came to quickly, much to the chagrin of Kay. (laughs) Because he kept thinking, I can do it these arms will respond he had his moments and days of resistance but in the end he wanted life which is much different than existence that's what he worked to choose to choose day by day and that's what he offered in these articles we don't always get to choose what comes our way in life and on days like this we realize that Jesus isn't just some kind of mood-altering substance designed to just make it all go away, that God and Jesus are not just some kind of snake oil provider with pretended cures. But what Jesus is, is one who chooses to engage us. What Jesus is is the manifestation of God who chooses, in Blair's words, to engage life outside of God's normal routine. That's what incarnation is. That God doesn't choose to stay out there and say, good luck, folks, I hear it's tough. But in the person of Jesus, we believe God says, I'm choosing to engage it. Not to bring you quick and simple answers. But because I have the decency at least to engage it with you. And to continue to engage it with you through the flesh of every human being that's ever been born and ever will be. Why are we called to step outside our normal routines? Just because Blair says it? No. Because we see that's how God manifests life and how God chooses to live. And we realize it's only as we step outside of our normal routines that we stay on the path of life. We're not here today because of some God that gives us neatly packaged answers, but we're here today because we know that as we gather together, as we engage one another, we keep finding life even in the midst of death. As we engage and don't run. We don't often get answers to why but we do get one another and that's why we will share these elements of bread and wine in a few moments these outward invisible signs of a life that happens when people continue to offer themselves together and gather around tables and tell stories and share meals and suddenly realize there's an element of life that we didn't have before we did that And when Millie breaks the bread in a few minutes, it symbolizes to us the paradox we hate again and again and again, that only when lives are broken open can they really have life. Only as we step outside our normal routines, only as we're brave enough to keep creating articles when our fingers won't work them and we need the Betsy Gardeners of the world to step up and say, okay, I'll be your arms. Only then does the life continue. Gather the people, tell the stories, share the meals, go back out. That's the rhythm. That's why when we are praying over these elements in a moment, Millie will say, in death, life is not ended but changed. Blair chose that. He didn't choose to let his life end six months ago or 12 months ago but he lived it to the day he wrote his last article. He had a choice to see and accept, and as he said, engage. Jesus says to us today that he loses nothing given to him. Today we're feeling loss. And as we tell the stories, as we read the articles, we also feel presence. Life is not ended, but changed, to be sure, not unshriven. In the article that appears today, Blair ends with seven ways that he calls. Engagement and practicing, assessing your humanity. Don't worry, town crier folks, I'm only going to read two of them, so the rest of you go buy it. Actually, three. Watch lying preachers, they're bad. Among them he says, Say I don't know to yourself when confronted with a different political or religious opinion from someone rather than immediately going to your place of opposition and resistance to what they are saying. Memorize a poem or prayer and say it to somebody who is trustworthy. Three, you are here. Even in death, Blair is calling us to life.